like that. I know, dude. This should maybe just be our... Matt over here DJing. Dude, I know, man. I am the white DJ. You know how every hip-hop group always has the one white DJ, the white guy with dreadlocks that's just in the back not saying anything with sunglasses on? That's me. Give it up for DJ in his parents' bass room. Basement. Oh, yeah. Matt Jones. We were just talking about how I'm dressed like a club promoter right now, so I'm like Matt, you are dressed like a shiesty cell phone insurance salesman. Dude, and the fact that my teeth are so white doesn't help. I'm dressed like an herbal life salesman because my teeth are very white. Everybody all automatically thinks I'm going to sell them something. Yeah, I've bleached them a lot. David's got good teeth. Yeah, they're decent. They're decent. I need to get them bleached, bro. Those years of smoking and green tea did it for me. Oh, yeah, dude. You got to drink green tea through a straw. I didn't even... Really? It was worse than coffee? Tea, wine, pretty much anything that... You got to tilt your head back like that Colgate, man. Remember the Colgate mouth? No, the Colgate mouth. What was that? Back when they used to have the commercial with the Colgate man, he would like stretch his mouth all the way back and brush his teeth. What? For real? Why? Dude, was this the 80s? No, it was the 90s, 2000, bro. I don't know, dude. I don't remember commercials from whenever I was a little kid because all <laughs> I did was watch cartoons yeah. and then everything else was just sort of non-existent to me, you know? It's so crazy, man. Uh, Haley Ray uh, is here oh, yeah. drinking a naked mm-hmm. and I was just telling her how bad those things are for you, man. And we were just talking about Different fruits that are bad for you. See, and I don't know if I believe that or not. It's like I think it's all what your body needs, man. According at different times, you know. According to the internet, the best fruits for you are avocados, blueberries, Ugh. grapefruit, grapefruits, and strawberries. The uh, worst fruits are bananas, grapes, pineapple, and watermelon. What? I but according to the like internet. The Everybody says something else. There's a lot of people who say butter is bad for you, but then there's people who say that raw grass-fed butter is really good because it has the right amount of like brain fats that you need. Well, you got your wait. vegans on one side and then your paleo people on the other. Oh, so it's so really just boils down to what you need, you know? Yeah, I suppose you're right. I mean, this is like no – there's no sugar added, though. It has a lot of sugar, but it's all like from the things that are actually in it. Already. Does it have milk in it? Because that's your, that's your killer. Yep, it does have milk and soy. But uh, it's saying that a banana has 15 grams of sugar per serving. I need a little bit of sugar, though, dude. Like, I I get, I get. The the best bananas for you are uh, burrow bananas. I've never heard of them. Burrow bananas? Yeah, burrow bananas. I've never even heard of them. How do you know if it's a burrow banana? They have a distinctive look. Let's see if we can pull it. They probably don't sell those at Food for Less. That's how I gauge how bad a neighborhood is. Is like how many food for lesses there are. Like I live in Van Nuys. There's like Ooh. one on every corner. Yeah, that's where I yeah. shopped when I was in college. These are these oh yeah, I, I hate food for less. Mm-hmm. These are supposedly the the real form of bananas, not like the what? modified. Dude, it looks look like, like it looks like an old lady's skin. Like it's like got like all the bruises and everything. <laughs> that's what happens when you get old. You look like a stale banana. That's what happens when uh, that they, doesn't even look like a They continue to modify our food. Oh yeah, dude. Can you, you imagine t- how an apple probably looked three thousand years ago? <laughs> oh, dude, an apple three thousand years ago was like probably like the size of like a date or something. You know, mm-hmm. it's probably like that big. Now it's like they're pumping it full of like Arnold Schwarzenegger steroids. <laughs> like strawberries now, they used to be these tiny little things, and now they're huge. Yeah, they're like three lobes to them. I, I strawberries. I know our yeah. food is shit, bro. Because uh, I was at Gelson's the other day, and I had some fucking cotton candy grapes. Cot- oh, I've had those before, dude. Are those are yeah. those modified? Yeah, they gotta be, bro. How do you like? I don't think grapes know up. how to, you know, just uh, taste like cotton candy. I know. I, I've bought those before. There's like they're getting some like toothless carny that's like operating a Ferris wheel to just like put like a heroin needle and inject it with cotton candy. Oh dear, dude. Cotton candy does taste really good. So mm-hmm. do funnel cakes. I like funnel cakes. Better. There's a reason Any people day. go to an early grave with shitty food because it, it your taste. Buds. Wait, it's right here. You know. Plant, it's uh, cotton candy grapes are because of plant breeding, according to plant California's grapery. <laughs> the plant, plant breeder offered up the treat says the cotton candy grape was created by cross pollinating wild grape species. Plant sex. We're <laughs> <laughs> like, we're gonna make these two plants have sex. It's just some redneck that's rubbing like two plants together because he's like lonely in the forest. Oh, God. oh man, so nasty. <laughs> <laughs> that's. They look good though. They're really good. Can They're I like them? really, really good. I want them grapes that taste like cotton candy. <laughs> yeah, it does sound like something a guy with like a rat tail and a stone cold shirt would ask for. <laughs> you guys got them cotton candy grapes? Oh. 
Mm-hmm. It is pretty nasty. What yeah. what what do you guys abide by any particular diet? Everybody has like a different I'm vegetarian. You're vegetarian so, for how yeah. long? Half my life. Thir- Half since I was life. thirteen so thirteen years. And you've never felt any kind of deficiency or have you ever mm. had one and then you had to switch well, to something else? So or? I tried to be vegan when I was in my second year of college. Uh huh. And I was in this dance program, and so I needed a lot of energy. I was expending all these calories, dancing like eight hours a day. And I was not eating enough, but I also wasn't getting, like, all of the micronutrients and macronutrients that I needed. So um, I felt really tired, and I don't know how to cook, so I was kind of just, like, carb loading. Right. And it just wasn't going well. And then one day in class, we always had ballet, like, first thing in the morning for an hour and a half. And I was at the bar, and I did all that. And I went to the center to start my turns, and that was the last thing I remember. And the next thing I know, I woke up, and I was in the hospital. So You were in – oh, my gosh. Yeah, it collapsed and everything. See, people always think, like, vegetarians Mm -hmm. are the healthiest. You know what I mean? But that was vegan. Vegan. Yeah, I was being vegan at that point. But I went went to lunch with this girl who was a a vegetarian, Mm -hmm. and – she ate the most unhealthiest shit. Right, she's like Doritos are vegetarian. Exactly, right. bro. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. She ordered uh she ordered french fries covered in cheese and chives and sour cream. Yeah, and she's like I'm a vegetarian. I'm like you might as well eat a steak. Yeah. <laughs> you, you could eat carny sweat and still yeah. be vegetarian. Right, right. It depends you know? if you're like, doing it for <laughs> health or if you're doing it because of like love of animals. I think people right. in LA do it because of the fad. Oh, totally, dude. Really? And to say that everybody, this is my opinion, but like everybody's body is different. And there are cases where people thrive on a totally vegan diet, mm-hmm. but like there are pl- times when people do have deficiencies and they mm-hmm. like need something. It's just like, it just depends from person to person. I was a vegan for a year. I started out raw, which I don't think is, wow. didn't work out for me. Um, I still eat mostly mostly vegan, mm-hmm. but like I started incorporating like things like bone broth and stuff like okay. that, you know. So yeah. what kind of bone? Part, uh, chicken, but like you know, grass fed, free range. You know, this is very LA guys. Um, you know, <laughs> gluten-free. like gluten free chickens. You know, no <laughs> chickens that are stuffed with you know Iron Kids bread or anything mm-hmm. like that. <laughs> Iron Kids bread. Remember that dude? Whenever yes. they'd be like, it's part of a. Remember when they told us this stuff? Like they'd be like, cocoa puffs. It's part of a balanced breakfast, and it's like, oh, yeah. literally, that's probably responsible for like school shootings, like tricks and cocoa puffs. They didn't know anything, bro. The first time my granddaddy held me as a baby, he was smoking a cigar. <laughs> they didn't know anything in the nineties. No, they really didn't. They really didn't. Oh goodness. They didn't know anything. Bro. Yeah. Remember candy cigarettes? Did you grow uh-huh. up with those? I or? loved those little Popeye ones. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah I would like pack them when I was like a little kid. Like I'd be doing that and I'd roll my sleeves up and like I'd be like firing a cap gun with one eye closed with like a candy cigarette. Oh, I loved cap them. guns. Those yeah, I awesome. loved them too. Kind of dangerous yeah. though, but yeah. <laughs> Definitely. And like on the back of like chocolate bars, it would say a good source of calcium. A good source now of calcium. Now it just says, now it just says a source of calcium. Mm. A source of calcium. <laughs> yeah, they took wow. the good out. Yeah, it, it's it's crazy. It's like processed foods are pretty much the devil, you know. Mm. Yeah, it's so hard though. Everything's it's processed. Everything, Everything has a process. I, mean, I, I buy real uh, food, man. It's not that hard. I buy uncured sausage. Yeah, what does that mean when it's uncured? So it doesn't give you the cancer. Oh yeah, to it where it's what? yeah. Because, you know, like, the curing process uh-huh. is supposed to, like, give you cancer or something. So now they sell. But what like, is the curing process? like? I don't know. <laughs> so we don't yeah. even know. Right. We, don't we don't know. We just know that it's a thing. All I know they is. probably soak it in salt water. It's probably something simple. Mm. This is how we cure our meats over here at uh, Bristol Farms. Dude, it's just sausage, though. They put a lot of extra stuff in there. They'll put, like, like. You know, like leather chaps and like pig knuckles in there to like put it into like you know. They do all kinds of weird stuff, you know, with sausages and stuff. They do, bro. They do, man. The the food is crazy, bro. I had a I have a buddy, a very good buddy of mine. He's a vegetarian, Mm -hmm. and last week he was trying to sell me on quinoa. Oh, I love quinoa. (laughs) You said that was the whitest thing any of us have said. Yes, it is. What? (laughs) You're like, I I love quinoa. (laughs) You can't sell me on quinoa. Really? Nah. Oh, my god. It is very plain, but, like, if you put hot sauce on it, like, that's kind of the cure-all. I make it in veggie broth. You make it in veggie broth. Yeah, instead of using water. Because it's just like making rice. You did the Uh two-to-one thing, and I do it in a rice cooker. You have to bring it. Like dirty rice? 
You know, you can make dirty quinoa. Dirty quinoa. <laughs> How dirty L.A. Quinoa. is that? <laughs> oh, dude, it's it, L.A.'s going to snag you up in some way, shape, or form. Like, no matter how much you want to pretend like we're not L.A., when you're in a place for seven years, like, you're going yeah. to adapt, like, certain Absolutely. things. You're yeah. going to become a little bit of that. Just like if you grew up in Alabama, there's going to be some Alabama tendencies, you know? Totally. Yeah, absolutely. I've only lived time. here almost three years, and I already feel like I'm right. more L.A. than I am Canada anymore. Right. I'm I mean, L.A., yeah. bro. I drink uh, Kangen and alkaline water. Dude, yeah. I, I juice cucumbers. I drink, like, bone broth. <laughs> like, I'm like, you know what I mean? I do yoga, given it's Diamond Dallas Page yoga. But it's like, I don't even want to know where I'm going to be at in five years. I'll probably be in, like, some ashram, like, making vision boards or something. I drink my I liquor out of... Uh, <laughs> I drink I drink my liquor out of BPA free cups. <laughs> yeah, BPA plastic. <laughs> Dude, but you know what? The alternative to not being LA when people are like, oh, "You're so LA," it's like, well, dude, like you eat TV dinners and like you literally look like you've been sleeping in a coal mine for thirty years. Yeah. Like the way like some people like when you don't take care of yourself, it's like. In my opinion, yeah, I think maybe. people in L.A. are a little healthier because they have oh, totally. a sense of health responsibility. Yeah. yeah, to be in front of the camera. I know that sounds douchey. Yeah. But, As opposed know, to like someone living in another region of the United States and they eat like meat and potatoes four mm-hmm. times a day. You know? Four times a day. Four times. Right. Four times a day. Yeah, like if you don't eat meat for one meal, you're considered, uh-huh. you know, like Like weird. literally growing up, breakfast in my house, growing up in the South was like sausage, bacon, eggs, cheese grits, and biscuits. Mm. Yeah, dude. That was breakfast. Well, I know some people, like, they yeah. finish breakfast, and the, while they're finishing breakfast, they're talking about, what should we make for lunch? Totally. It's like, they don't do anything else with their lives that worry about the <laughs> next thing they're going to eat. I used to, I, I drank vanilla Coke and uh, ate Lucky Charms for breakfast every morning. I had <laughs> vanilla Coke and I Lucky like Charms. When I, became, I yeah. when I became a That's kid, good. when I became an adult, I realized how bad the cereal that we ate as kids how bad it was oh, for it's us. bad, totally. Oh, dude, it's horrible, but it, I still crave it sometimes. Like I, Reese's Puffs? Oh, Damn, those were, were good. They were the best. Like, they? My thing is Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Yeah, cinnamon my toast sister crunch. has an addiction to Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Like, she would cry if she woke up and it was empty. <laughs> yeah. No joke. Like, full-on hissy fit about the Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Rice Krispie Treat cereal? Did you ever have that? Mm, I didn't course, have the cereal, yes. but dude, I had Dude, Captain like, Crunch? Captain oh, yeah. Crunch. Oh, my gosh. Captain Crunch was like... Captain Crunch. Mm-hmm. Fru- fruity Pebbles. Captain. Captain. Yeah, Fruity Pebbles tricks. Yeah. Captain Crunch was oh, so Or Lucky Charms, my sister would eat all of the, the charms out. Yeah. Uh huh. And then you go to poor, and it was like, well, there's no Lucky Charms in here anymore. It's just. Only thing whatever. I hate about Captain Crunch is because it, it messes up the roof of my mouth. Oh, yeah. It's like literally like Vietnam <laughs> just happened in your mouth. Like, like a Viet Cong just exploded on your roof. Exactly, bro. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dude, it sucks because it's like when you do go to uh, when you do go like back to like the Midwest and stuff like that. Like people take it offensive. Like people get emotional about diet. I never tell anybody anything about diet. I I do do with you guys because you're on the same page. But mm-hmm. like, you know, people be like, "What you eating vegetables for?" Like it's like a an anger that people have. My granddaddy you know? calls it rabbit food. <laughs> oh, I get that all the time. <laughs> Does he think you're weird? Is he like those white people have messed you up in L.A.? My, gr- my granddaddy thought. When I told him that I was a pescatarian, he thought I dated men. <laughs> I was like, no, granddad, that means I only eat fish. Like, <laughs> you only eat oh, fish. He's like, boy, you dating men now? <laughs> he's That's like, hilarious. He's like, you got to be dating men if you can't enjoy a piece of sausage. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's weird. There's, like, different things that people associate to, like, masculinity. Like, if you're not, if you're not, like, just literally eating, like, you know, a steak with like a deer's antler. Like all of a sudden, it's like mm-hmm. you like having sex with boys, don't you? It's like <laughs> you gotta like, weird. You gotta spread the blood on your forehead like your first kill. Oh, yeah. I've never been hunting. Have you guys? No, course, I love animals. I could never kill an animal. I'm a real southern boy. Like, really? I, I hunt. I fish. I fish. Well, I, I, I can do even, that. I can't even fish. Like what? I remember one time I saw my uncle pulled like the fish out of the water on the hook. And I was uh-huh. like so upset, and this was on a dock outside my aunt's. So I ran inside the, the house and I locked all the doors. I was like, he can't come in; he's a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> Are you vegetarian for animal rights reasons or for both? Both. both. Okay. But oh, I, okay. I I definitely know like it used to be worse, but I'm tend to like I'll carb load and then not get enough protein. So I'm always 
asking myself, like, where's the protein in this meal? Am I getting enough protein? I'm uh-huh. curious. Yeah. That's important, what, too. What made you turn vegetarian? Well, so I was... Was it watching Bambi? No, actually, it was specifically, I was had just started high school in Canada, so I was eighth grade, and they had this sort of campaign or, or group that went around the school, and they put on each locker a different little uh, photo and then, like, a blurb that would talk about how a specific animal went from being an animal to your food. And then there was uh, little links at the bottom. You can go home and, like, look it up on YouTube and watch videos. And so I went home that day, and I watched all these videos. Some were from PETA. Some were from other sites. And I What was year just, were you in the eighth grade? Uh, that was 2004. Oh, okay. 2005. 2005. So this is 2004. And, uh, yeah, I just started watching these videos, and I was like, oh, my gosh. I realized I'd never really thought about it before, and I was so upset I was like crying my eyes out and I remember calling to my dad he was like in the front living room getting ready to drive me to hip-hop class and I was like dad hip-hop class yeah and I was like dad in Canada Canada." I was like dad I'm gonna be vegetarian now and he goes yeah that'll last the weekend and I was like here I am 13 years later I'm still vegetarian now that you brought up another point what did what kind of music did they play in hip-hop class in Canada yeah was it just crisscross every single song no we pretty much get like the same Stuff, but back then I remember it was a lot of like Sierra and Missy Elliott. That was Let okay. me see you one two step. I oh yeah, I definitely was the Did you guys play? Did you guys play Kaya? I remember when that song came out. Oh like, yeah, lick your body, don't stop like this. Lick <laughs> my neck, lick my back, all of it. Lick my yeah, my. <laughs> I don't even like singing that, dude. Like if if I had a, a kid that sang that, I feel like I'd be like tempted to pick them up over my head and throw them off like a third story balcony. <laughs> like I'd be like, don't Bro. sing that. That song makes me feel dirty, and I'm a con- and I've heard everything. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, no, that we pretty song. much have the same music in Canada as, as you guys do. Right. Down I here. figured you guys had some sort of tribal third world music. There's no. a video. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm, kidding. I'm gonna play uh I'm gonna play a, a, a snippet. Uh, okay. Matt, can we play it on your phone? Uh I she, Okay, I, I'll pull it up, don't worry. Yeah. It's all good. This guy, uh this guy's song My Neck and My Back at a uh, retirement center. <laughs> I know. We for, it, there's an, an immediate automatic innocence that comes about because it's like yeah. when the bookends of your life, the very yeah. beginning, you're shitting all over yourself, and the very end, you're shitting all over yourself. So both of it, it's just like an innocence. You know what I mean? To where it's like you got to protect them. Totally. He, he did yeah. another one that I really love, bro. Listen to this one. Oh, I've heard, I've heard like his, he, he does other covers, right? Yeah, but he only does yeah. like rap songs, here it is. Uh-huh, yeah, I've, I've heard a lot of his stuff. He's <laughs> awesome. Like, I would literally have this at my wedding, the way he sings it. <laughs> yeah, he's a good singer. I've heard this song before. <laughs> Can you please have the wedding? That'd be kind of amazing. Right. <laughs> window. This guy is amazing. This guy is amazing. We need to get him on the show. Yeah, yeah dude. I mean, Can we reach out to him? <laughs> we have to, bro. Like, uh, <laughs> Yeah, we have to. It's oh mandatory. We got to get him on the show, dude. That was like a whole phase, like that, just a really ratchet, like gross lyrics. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, For like three years. Oh, yeah. And then it kind of died out. was like, I remember that's when I started. Have you guys not heard of kind of like how, you know, like we had those like weird cheesy bands like Smash Mouth, you know, and uh-huh. then all of a sudden right after that came like they're just their really dirty backlash for yeah. like three years, like the Ying Yang Twins. Uh huh. Oh, yeah. The Ying Yang Twins were, were like. Crazy, yeah. The Ying Yang Twins were filthy. I don't know about you guys, but I remember our my high school dances. It was like no one actually danced; it was just grinding. That was the only dancing there was. Was it the same for you guys? Yeah, it's the exact same. People can't dance; it's just like they're looking underneath the hood of a car. Like the guy just kind (laughs) of rapily goes up behind a girl and just like stands there while his bottom jaw is quivering. Oh wow! 
It's creepy, exactly. dude. Twerk, twerk, That's twerk. All, there was. all the girls twerking, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Boy. Our yeah, our dances were pretty. Uh, there'd be like the girl that'd be like twerking, and then there'd be like the one guy. The guy could never dance. Almost, <laughs> no. You know, he's always never. a big doofus. Oh, they're they're offbeat the entire time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dances were yeah. It's weird. Like when you're like 16, it's like you are still so young but then at the same token you think that you're like so old oh you know? yeah mm-hmm. at 16 i thought yeah. i knew everything same here dude i was super arrogant i was super super I arrogant i think i was like that at 18 but now i look at 18 year olds and i was like whoa like they're so you're young. stupid as hell i know <laughs> that's what happens every time you get older like even like in 10 years from now we'll be like remember how stupid we were in our you 20s? should kind of become like that like you should right. constantly be learning to where like every single like few years you're like oh i was stupid absolutely yeah Damn right yeah yeah <laughs> so kind of going with the thing what are you guys this sounds so corny and being like ah, are you guys stressed out about anything this week uh, uh no my stress level is pretty decent bro i Dude. started my morning off with a uh, workout Ooh, mm-hmm. yeah. Nice. Heck yeah, man. Yeah, I, I what kind of workouts in. are you doing? A uh, little bit of everything. A little cross training mixed with a little weightlifting, cardio. Okay. Yeah. Nice. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Trying to get there, man. Got to do mm-hmm. the DDP yoga, man. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys aren't stressed about Christmas or Thanksgiving yet? Nah. Not at all. I Favorite actually love. I love both of those. David and I always celebrate thanksgiving together that made us sound like we were in a monogamous relationship no it's cute very, yeah, we it's hold hands we hold hands and wear sweaters you know oh. what i mean <laughs> i want to get an ugly in. christmas sweater yeah 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 i actually be. love christmas and i love capitalistic christmas too fake snow mall santas uh-huh. like nat king cole blaring through like the target uh-huh. speaker I love hollywood all of it. christmas i love it oh, yeah. yeah it's not even cold we're walking around in shorts and ray-bans yeah. i, can't I actually wait don't like that dude do you I don't like what, the cold. They're not being cold? No, I love cold. Oh, I hate Christmas. cold. That's I like why cold, I moved bro. here. During Christmas, like, though, it's awesome. I could do, I would like it for like mm, like a couple days to like a week, and then I'd be like, okay, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to Minnesota this year for Christmas, so. Freak that. I'm going to freeze, <laughs> but I'm excited. Black Are you people, staying out here, David? Of course. Black people not made for the cold, man. <laughs> We're tropical Negroes, so. Yeah, dude. Like I, I every single time, every single one of my black friends gets colder during the winter. I don't mess than with I do. It, bro. I don't know what it is. I don't mess. I don't with know it. what it is. I guess it's because Europeans we have like colder hearts. You Anglo know what I mean? We've done, we've done yeah. worse things. Yeah. So it's weather. just made us be able to withstand cold weather. It matches oh, our heart. <laughs> we're, we're 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 made the for the sun, bro. Yeah. You know, we, we don't we don't sunburn. So that lets you know we're made for the sun. Mm, that does make yeah. sense. Yeah. Have you guys started your Christmas shopping yet? Online. No. Online, yeah, no. I've done I've done like two thirds of mine all online. Yeah. I got I got my daughter like four outfits. Oh, yeah. so cute! I never know what to get my family because my like my dad like he doesn't really have any interests. He just watches Steven Seagal and John Claude Van Damme movies, mm-hmm. but he has those on demand. Get him know? a clip on ponytail. Yeah, I know. That's, <laughs> that's what I should get him. I just straight up text mine like, "What do y'all want?" And then I make a and then throughout the year I have a note in my phone that says "gift ideas." And anytime I get for an real? idea, I write it down. Yeah. I don't for buy real. anybody anything except for, like, my daughter. Huh. Because I have too much family. Yeah. yeah. Well, I just do immediate family. Like, mom, dad, sister, and then My mom has seven family. siblings. Oh. I would go broke boy. trying to Christmas shop for eight adults. Well, one's deceased now. Yeah. See, legit. I, like I mean, the most ideas. Midwestern thing. Oh, you do have, yeah. like, Christmas things. The most Midwestern thing you can do is to, like, get, like, your family, like, oh, wow tickets for like like you know red lobster or something like that i almost said season tickets to red lobster my mom asked me for pearls for pearls yeah bro i haven't i don't even know where can you, where buy can you pearls? even buy those dude exactly. those died out in the 30s <laughs> what? But, i like pearls my mom asked me she was like uh because i'm going her birthday is january 25th she's like can you find me a nice set of pearls when you come home oh. for real yeah, I was like, that's adorable I'm dude classic yeah, i guess it's easier to find like gold or diamonds like, she wants yeah. pearls Dude, I can't wait until I can actually buy my family, like, just really lavish shit. You yeah. can. Leave that oh, damn yeah. bone broth and all those $300 <laughs> supplements alone. No, no, I'm talking about, like, cars and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I have this dream <laughs> that I buy a cul-de-sac, like, every house in one cul-de-sac. And I want them all to be, like, those big McMansions. 
And then that cul-de-sac can just house like all my family and friends. Yeah. And I'll buy everybody awesome. their dream car. I'll be like, what do you want? Ferrari? Cool. What do you yeah. want? Porsche? Okay. Let's go. By friends, what do you mean? Like 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 two friends? Because like you always have that one friend who's like you can buy them, but they would still like mess it up if you like bought them a house. Oh, uh, mm, I'd be like all inclusive, I think. Really? You yeah. get all your friends a house. Like, well, I have like I have like three really good friends in LA, so probably like those friends. Uh-huh. And then the thing is like I have so many good friends in Canada, but it's like I don't think they like it's not like they're gonna move to LA, so I'm not gonna buy them house in Canada. The crazy thing is is the more that you get, people think you owe them stuff. Like it's really, really yeah, weird. Yeah. Like uh, like I've been getting more opportunities lately, just like career wise, and I can already tell like there's been like some people who I don't know. They're like, When are you gonna put me in this or do that or when are you gonna have me blah 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 and I'm like, first off, I'm not making a ton of money right now doing this and then second off it's like why do, do you I think owe you? Why, why do you think you're entitled to something exactly. just because I got something? Where was my care package when I was struggling? Yeah, right. exactly. But do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That's like an LA thing. Like uh, people are like, why even, am I not? Even back it's home, like, bro, a guy asked me. He was like, dude, I got put out of my apartment. Can you money grab me twelve hundred dollars? No. I said, bro, I'll send you one hundred, but I'm not giving you twelve hundred dollars to probably never get it back. Yeah. Oh no no no. Dude, it's it's literally insane. Just like the entitlement, like, and everybody thinks that like because you have money that somehow it's just flowing in, like, mm-hmm. and it's like that you can just give it to everybody. And I'm not even saying that I have a bunch at this moment, but it's yeah. just like, you know, people expect, yeah. like, they're like, when am I gonna blah blah blah? And it's like, I I don't owe you anything. Yeah, no, I lent a girl back home like a thousand dollars once and never saw it again. Of and course, I learned my lesson. I was like, no. Nope, the, the lesson I learned about loaning money: don't loan out more than you don't want to lose. Yeah, you gotta yeah. assume you're not getting it right. back. It's the same thing with loaning a book. Anytime somebody has says, can I read that book? They're never going to read it, one, and you'll never get it back. And if you do get it back, it'll look like they like wiped their butt and shot rocket launchers at oh, it. Oh, you know what? I have this policy about books. I don't reread them. So it's like once I you read it. You give them away? I purposely give it away, and I say once you finish it, you need to pass it on. Like a give That's it, cool. Pay it forward to the books thing. There we go. I like having a library, though. Oh, you really? know what I mean? I like actually having a library. It makes me look sophisticated, you know? Oh, okay. So. I'm more of an Audible user. Audible. Yeah, yeah. I got gotcha. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. But yeah, you never get it back. But it's weird though. Like it, it is that thing. It's uh, what's the thing? I think I heard it, there was a lyric in a Joe Walsh song. David knows Joe Walsh. Yeah, you know Joe Walsh from the Eagles. I know the Eagles. There's a song in the song "Life's Been Good to Me." He says he's like, it's hard to handle this fortune and fame. Everybody's so different. I I haven't changed, mm-hmm. and I think that's really what happens. I think it's less yeah. to do that you change, and everybody else just gets weird around you you know and i i'm not famous right now but it's like i'm just saying Mm -hmm. like it's like people i think that's what it is is people just get different and weird they feel Mm -hmm. uncomfortable people Mm -hmm. feel uncomfortable with anything that a lot of times it just separates from the herd Mm -hmm. you know i think a lot of times whether it's like you want to get healthy and all your friends like eating chicken wings every day (laughs) and it's like they're all oh, why eating why eating celery, you know, instead of chicken wings. Yeah, it's and like then they make it so just, much harder too to be healthy. Yeah, totally. So sometimes your group just changes, but I don't think it's that people always change. I think it's just a lot of other people do. That's, that's my interpretation. That's why you have know. to. That's why you have to. The the higher you get in life, you have to elevate yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it means losing some friends, you gotta like, surround yourself by like-minded people. Like the, exactly. I think the the main five people you surround yourself with, those are the people that you're going to end up like. Yeah, you pick up people's habits, whether Mm -hmm. you know you do or not. They've done, like, studies, and by they, I don't know who they are, but they, they? the all-elusive they has done studies. (laughs) That's what they say. If you hang around four millionaires, you're going to be the fifth. Yeah, right. And the key is just to let those four millionaires not be like, oh, this guy's going to drag us down. So it's like they never (laughs) talk about that. (laughs) This one guy in sweatpants, they never talk about how you become that. I think it's just... The more you change your thoughts and your perspective and you, like, seek to better yourself, the more you are just going to kind of attract. You just attract stuff. And I don't mean that in a new agey metaphysical way, but it's just true. You hang out with people. We're all able to have a conversation because we're alike on some level. Mm -hmm. And we have similar, you know, mindsets. If one of us was just, like, a dunce that was like, I like killing people. (laughs) You know? (laughs) What do you think, Davo? Absolutely, bro. I mean, um, I only have one friend outside of industry people. 
Oh yeah. really? Yeah. Really? And that's back in back in Georgia. Like outside of him, I don't really have any okay. friends that are not in the industry. Oh, I have lots. Really? Yeah. All I, I think it's L- good to have both. I Come have on, friends I that are outside of the industry. In I'm LA? In and lots out. Just recently in LA, yes. Just recently. It, uh, up for my first six years, I didn't have any. I have like two friends in LA that I don't think I even know a person that's not in the industry. Oh, really? Well, my yeah. first uh, like seven months in California, I actually lived in Orange County. Mm-hmm. So I met people down there who didn't uh-huh. work in the industry at all. And then I moved up to LA. Yeah, I got involved in like a uh, in like a church, not in like a like a cheesy one, but one that I really liked a lot. And okay. then like because I was like, I need to get like spiritually grounded, and that was kind of something that introduced me to people. They were sort of in the industry, but not as much. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that I had a lot clearer head okay. after that. You know what I mean? After mm-hmm. I had like a couple people who were, you know, like more spiritually grounded you know that weren't really in the industry it kind of like leveled my head out some then only hanging out with comics you know like even though most of the people that i do see are comics or actors i hang around few comics but like i can hang around actors more than i can hang around comics yeah yeah who who, you comics always trying to i'm i'm becoming pretty established in the in the um in the comic scene in the in the comedy scene, excuse me, mm-hmm. and like comedians, they're always asking me like, "What's the key?" And I'm like, "Bro, I, I don't know. I'm just barely getting on myself, you know. Like, right. uh-huh. I don't yeah. know what it takes. Like, mm-hmm. uh, once I, once you see me cash a million dollar checks, then maybe I'll be able to tell you. But even then, you can't because everybody's path is so different, dude. Mm-hmm. It is. Like, I just tell people, work yeah. your ass off, and you don't want them to be like another version of you. Yeah, Everybody's because if they try to do the same thing, yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's my advice to anybody. Work your ass off. Yeah. Let everybody know who you are and don't half step. Nope. When you get a chance to perform at the comedy store, bring your killer game. Bring your A game. Yeah. yeah. Anytime, like, not even just the comedy store. Every just mic. Just life, dude. Not even just comedy. Yeah, just but, what you do. But every mic in L.A. counts. Every mic. No matter where you're at. Every mic in L.A. counts. Every time you're stepping on a stage, you run the risk of some big shot being in the crowd. That's very true, but at the same token, what I would also say, too, is the best thing you can be on your stage is yourself and not apologize for it. No, and not so, apologize for it, no, but just know that every mic counts. Everyone does, but that's why sometimes at open mics, I'll be like, okay, I'm going to go up there with no material to like stretch myself. So that way I don't care when I do like a bigger show. Mm. And that helps me. But then there's also the thing too where somebody can not know what you're doing. But I used to be like, I got to be great every single time. And that actually derailed me. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. the pressure that I put on myself. I've noticed I do my best when I'm just relaxed. You know what I mean? And it's like, but everybody's got a different way of relaxing. You know what I mean? I'm never relaxed when I'm on stage. I'm like that with (laughs) with acting because... I'll go in and it's like I'm so OCD perfectionist. I want every line perfect, but it's not really about the lines. It's about the in between. It's know? about uh-huh. it's about the acting and the emotions. And it's like when I kind of just improv it a little more, it's like yeah. oh that was that was a better read. Right. I, I I like auditions where they let me improv more. Oh, I love that, and that's the best thing is improv when you're like loose and stuff. You know. Mm-hmm. What I've learned about yeah. auditions is just go in there and give them 100 percent of me. Right, just full, unadulterated you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, Robert Robert Duvall was like, as soon as you think you've got it, then you don't have it. Like, meaning, like, you have to do something different every time, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, like a lot of times, um, what was it that I heard? I heard a story about James Dean. He was on set with Marilyn Monroe, and he was, like, super nervous about acting in front of her, and he was like, I can't flub this acting. So he just starts pissing in front of her. And then like, what? and then and the, and then he goes, and then she goes, "What are you doing?" He goes, "If I pee in front of you, I can act in front of you." Whoa. And it's like that's kind of the way I view entertainment. Like you do stuff that makes you uncomfortable, so the other stuff, it's like why do all smooth these great sailing. actors have crazy stories? Because it's <laughs> to be great at something, you have to be insane. Because it's most of the time a superhuman talent is a defense mechanism. I think, mm-hmm. like you were crazy. So you had to use that to like get people to like you. Right. Do you know what I mean? I think. I know I'm crazy, so. Oh. Yeah, all of us I are. know <laughs> I'm crazy. I just got all of my medical records from Canada. Yeah. And up there, I didn't realize that between every doctor's visit, your doctor like 
writes out a little like paragraph or essay and then sends it on to the other doctor and I was so OCD like I would have to wake up every morning and practice my violin at 5 a.m. and run every song and just like total perfectionist like it's insane like I was reading back and I was like I didn't even remember how how hard like just it was the hardest time of my life I was right. such a perfectionist at that right. age yeah perfectionism definitely derails you mm-hmm. I think you know because mm-hmm. it's you have an idea of what it looks like in your head and you become too like yeah I was so stressed you know? out I was just yeah yeah were you guys ever on any uh this kind of goes with the territory mm-hmm. but were you guys ever on any like meds or anything like that mm-hmm. they they tried to give them to me but uh, yeah you never yeah. took them i took them but uh i was like this is worse than having anxiety oh dude oh, it really? was terrible yeah. yeah when i was on them i was like sick and mm-hmm. like i hated it yeah, yeah i took um i took ciprolex and i tried something before and i think it was like wellbutrin or something but it made me just feel like blah like, the highs in life weren't that high, and the lows weren't that low. Just kind of, like, just chill all the time. But I didn't – I feel like I wasn't really experiencing life to the fullest. And when I moved to California, I originally didn't have any health care, and they kind of just ran out, and I stopped taking them. And then I realized I didn't need them anymore because it's, like, sunny and hot here, and there's so much to do. And I was just – I changed my circumstances in life. I think that my depression anxiety was more circumstantial based on living in a place that didn't get enough sunshine. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Vitamin D. Lack of vitamin yeah, D is very... Yeah, it's real. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. uh, and you were just talking about how uh, being uh, hangry. Yeah. Oh, real. yeah. Before you got here, we talking yeah. about... Yeah. Yeah. I get hangry like none other. Yeah. I lose my mind when I get mm-hmm. hungry. I can't think. It's literally... Oh, I'm, dude. I do, too. I'm literally like the Snickers commercial. What's the Snickers commercial? What? Hungry? Why wait? No, you haven't seen the new Snickers commercial? No. They're like, you're not acting like yourself. Eat the Snickers. I haven't seen that. Oh, bro, what? we'll have to pull one up for you. Bro. No, I haven't seen that. Oh, my goodness. It's it's insane, though. Yeah, I get the same way, too, because it's like I'm already super. I forget to eat. That's my oh, problem because I'm, I'm always so busy. Mm-hmm. Like, I shot something before this. We're doing this. Then I'm going to an audition. Then I have a show. And then it's like, What time I don't is your know. audition? It's at 4.30, so. Let's go to Chick-fil-A before. Yeah, I'd actually <laughs> do that, you know. I am very, very hungry right now, so. Matt's hangry, guys. I'm hangry. I am. I saw, uh, you know, Mike Schmidt is, uh, you know, sets us up and everything, and he had some 7-Eleven chips, and they smelled like gourmet food. I was like, that's oh, yeah. how I know I need he to eat. He was eating a 7-Eleven hot dog before you got here. Oh, yeah. 7-Eleven <laughs> hot dogs are good. I just, yeah. I usually don't eat them. I was like, Mike, yeah. you're on your way to stardom, bro. Eating mm-hmm. that $3 meal. <laughs> yeah, I like their microwave burritos, bean and cheese burrito. I don't yeah. eat shit out of Seven mm-hmm. Eleven. Yeah, it's it's definitely there's something in there. Well, we I, no one of us know what Seven Eleven. All Seven really Eleven smell this. the same. That's the thing that's scary to me. Dude, there's something <laughs> just really weird about Seven Eleven. They attract the worst. People. The worst people. The people who have bed bugs in their neck that are just always like scratching them. Oh. Dude, remember in Koreatown? Have you? There's a place. There's a Seven Eleven in Koreatown where the guys open the door yeah, for no, you, we and they expect this. you to tip them. Did it's we talk on, about um, this? It's on Sixth it's on and Sixth uh, and like uh, like Mariposa or something. Sixth and Mariposa. Yeah, it's bullshit. Like that's like the world's worst scam because you guilt trip people into giving you money. Seven oh, yeah. Eleven didn't even hire you. No. <laughs> But they act like, like spritzers in the bathroom. If you went to do that, like uh-huh. the, if if Seven Eleven had a restroom, I'm sure there'd be some dude in there with the paper towel and soap service. Yeah, <laughs> like, he'd be wearing <laughs> he'd be wearing sweatpants with mustard stains you know on him, but talking to you in that same area, a couple blocks up, like on Sixth and Vermont. There's a Walgreens, uh-huh. and I went in there to grab a couple things, and there's this guy, and he was. He was like, oh, like, I'm not even asking for money. Like, I just need some – he wanted some lotion and, like, I think deodorant or something. And I was like, sure. So I bought it for him. And then I'm back there a few days later, and this time there's, like, a lineup of three guys, and they all want lotion and deodorant. And it was like all of a sudden they thought I was, like, a service. Oh, wow. Like, oh, I'm going to keep coming back and buying <laughs> you all like, We got us shirts. one, guys. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. That was a one-time deal. She'll be back, I guarantee you. <laughs> Have you guys ever worried about being homeless? Yes. In L.A., like oh, when things yeah. got really bad. Were you yes. ever worried about it? I've slept in yes. my car. I've slept in my car before, too, whenever I was in between apartments. Yeah. I lived in this one place that hit. It's a very long story, but I wasn't supposed to end up living there, and then I did, and then it was, like, just really bad scenario. And there was 
all sorts of like illegal activity going on and gang activity and someone like it was just insane and the house actually ended up burning down yeah, it was really bad. So really? I had definitely had some moments. Where I was like, "Oh, this this is bad, real bad." Yeah, it's. I I would much rather have like struggled in L.A. before doing anything though, than opposed mm. to like moving out here and everything working right right away. Because I feel like when that happens, geez, you like don't have any perspective. Well, we were just talking about this before you got here. Yeah, you don't appreciate it. Yeah. I got a lot of opportunities when I first came out here that I was not ready for. Yeah. You know, and I'm glad that I've struggled mentally above all, like because it's given me a relax, like a relaxed mm-hmm. demeanor. Like I'm like very comfortable now, yeah. you know, and I didn't have that when I first came out here. I was like, you know, like all the time. <laughs> My first 15 months were crazy because I came here and I had like no money. I knew one person and I lived in her dining room and I ended up moving five times in 15 months. That's crazy. Only yeah. only insane. in L.A. can someone say I slept in a dining room. Yeah, my di- her dining room was my bedroom. For real? Yeah, for real. For one month. When I, when yeah. I, let me see, about five years ago, I shared an apartment with some guys, and one guy actually slept under the kitchen table. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, he had a mattress under the kitchen table. Yeah. Was that the one that was right next to me in North Hollywood? No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> Studio City. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Oh yeah, you David had some crazy roommates back in the day. Only in LA, it's the craziest people in the United States of America or the world that just come here. I feel like it's the best and the worst. It is the best There's and no the worst. There's no in between. He had a roommate who just indiscriminately punched one of our comedian friends in the face for no reason. He just oh. punched him in the face. Yeah, he's crazy, man. Jeez. And it was like winter time, like January, and he <laughs> jumped into the ocean. Remember that? And we just watched him for 20 minutes well, while the we polar were bear swim. We were freezing though, I've in, done in, that. in coats, and he was diving in the ocean. <laughs> oh, and yeah. we we're just like, dude, what the hell is wrong with him? He's like gonna grow up and kill people. It's good for you. We do that in Canada, but you just can't stay in for too long. Why it's like it a good? quick yeah. in and out. I don't know. I heard it was good for you. We do it every year on the last day of school before Christmas break. It's oh, called wow. the polar bear swim. Uh huh. It's like a competition to see who stays in the longest. And I was super competitive and I wanted to win. So in grade eleven or grade twelve, or you guys would say junior and senior year uh-huh. I was like I have to win this and both years I got hypothermia real bad jeez wow. yeah yeah it's crazy I was in there for 20 minutes like up to my see chin. if you would have been eating meat you wouldn't have got hypothermia I don't you know been eating those chicken <laughs> legs it came down and to steaks. me and I think that it was a, the school, school president he was like a big guy and I was like you gotta get out or I'm gonna die in here and then he got out so wow mm-hmm. that's crazy that would have been an insane way to die Oh, yeah. But, well, the thing is, you just go numb, so you don't feel anything. But when you get out and your body's trying to heat itself back up, that's painful. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. like when I used to play in the snow as a kid, and then you go in and heat your hands up, and it feels, I don't, I can't even explain the feeling. Yeah. It's, Try that on your whole body. It's yeah. like, you get super nauseous, and it's like, any like anyone touching you at all, it feels like sharp. Wow. And like, you have to go in lukewarm water, because it feels super hot to you. Like, it's like having neuropathy. I guess. What's that? Uh, it's a condition uh, normally brought on by uh, diabetes or like if you've damaged yourself uh, from yeah. any type of substances. And it's like your whole body feels like pins are on it. And What about, have you guys heard of the, have you guys heard of those guys who do like, they have chi and they can actually like heat stuff up with their actual chi. Like I've never what? actually seen it, but like they can like lay in snow Tibetan like naked. Monks. Yeah, a lot of Tibetan monks, and they just like harness their chi energy or whatever. And um, I never saw this guy do it, but in Southern Illinois, there was this Native American. His name was Joe, and I think Ain't he was nothing homeless. Native about Joe? No, dude. He was he 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 looked <laughs> he legitimately looked Native American. But he was like he he would be sleeping in the snow without a shirt on. You'd see him by like the the freeway, just laying in the snow. And I was like Joe, I, I, I was like I was like, Dude, what are you doing? And I, I'm pretty sure he was an alcohol. Like bleep bleep, he gets hot out there. And it was <laughs> oh, like yeah, laying bro. in the are snow. You sure it just wasn't the alcohol. You give me a bottle maybe, of vodka, I'll or be maybe able to sleep it, in the snow. Maybe it's a little bit of Jim Beam. Maybe it's a little bit of Chi. Yeah, like, I know. I think you know? it's Jim Beam. You know, alcohol, I don't yeah. know what it is about alcohol, but it heats you up. Uh, yeah, it, it does. Makes, it makes me hot. That's why the homeless people in Chicago are always drinking. I would be too if I didn't have a house, you know, and I was on the street. <laughs> Bro, if, if I didn't have a house and I lived on the streets, I'd probably have like 500 pair of shoes. Dude, vodka. Because <laughs> that's, that, that's where you spend your yeah, – is that where I, you stupidly spend your money? 
like I do with supplements, shoes. Yeah, bro. Oh, I've been doing yeah, that with I do with supplements. Because I I buy like thousand dollar shoes. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't do that. Really? Yeah. What shoes are a thousand dollars? Christians, uh, Giuseppe's. What like, about the Marty McFlys? How expensive were those? Like ten k. Oh my. Those goodness. were ten thousand dollars. They got. I think they got a pair at a uh, Soul Stage for like twenty k. Nope, that's gonna be a no for me. Dude, oh, I would have never loved any pair of shoes that much. If shoes I had the cool. money, I would buy those. I mean, I do love those shoes, but I would not pay 10k for it, even if I was a millionaire. If I was making a hundred grand a month, I would have those Marty McFlys. Do you ever have like that sort of number in your head that you're like, okay, I can't go past this? No, no, no. Because I'm gonna have a Lamborghini Murcielago. I'm gonna have a Bugatti. Like my thing is cars and shoes. Okay. Yeah. In my crib, like I just want one nice car. I don't need because I can only drive one at a time, anyways. Oh. I want to have like a bunch of cool stuff. Like uh, I want to have like uh, obviously a ton of supplements, but then like you know those things, you know those, you know those things that take inflammation out of your body. They're like freezer chambers to where you step in there like butt naked, like oh, you're cryotherapy. Yeah, I'm gonna have like that kind of stuff in my house. I got a coupon for one if you want it, bro. Yeah, and no, I want to have the machine in my house, a, a cryotherapy machine. Ha- have you ever done it? No, I won't do it, bro. Yeah, it's supposed to be awesome though. I think I want like a it's, spray tan it's, thing. It's made for uh, like it's especially like uh, beneficial for athletes. Yeah, it helps with healing. Mm. But I think it's just good for everybody because we're sitting down so much, and mm-hmm. it's like we it, it like being that sedentary is not good for you. You know, like no. like how much we sit. That's what they say. Society. Sitting is the new smoking. Yeah, that's why yoga and all that stuff is good, as douchey as it sounds, because it's we sit so much. As douchey as it sounds. douchey as it sounds. You're a douchebag. Yeah, I wish I could sing country. You're a doucher. You know what I'm saying? Do we have any audience questions? Patty, um, heat up no, the grits. They're contributing right now to basically what we're saying. Me and Matt just um, argue at each other in country voices. Yeah, we just do. It's like, listen up, you son of a bitch. I'm going to stick a knife right in your eye socket, and I'm going to take it out, put it in the back of a slingshot, and shoot it through a window. Shut your face, Jim Bob. You shut your Run mouth, you over my truck, boy. Bitch. <laughs> There's nothing funnier than rednecks cussing. Yeah. That is the funniest <laughs> thing is. ever mm-hmm. on the planet, is just rednecks just swearing at each other. I grew up... Uh, redneck areas always have Cracker Barrels. That's how you quantify if a place is Southern or not. Is hey, there man, a Cracker that was a barrel? Cracker Barrel down the street from my mom's house. Damn, that's southern, dude. It's southern, but it wasn't. It, Cracker Barrel's actually kind of nasty. It's always tastes. Cracker Barrel's good, dude. It always kind of tastes like uh, like it's been sitting for a while. Does it taste? Mm. Is it nasty because it tastes seasoned to you? Yeah, I don't like I don't like seasoned, dude. You got to remember, I'm a white guy. I hate soul food. No, I'm kidding. I love soul food. I was like, I'm, I, I'm white. I like soul food. David is one of the best chefs ever, guys. I don't think that you realize. Chef Boy R. David. Chef Boy R. David. Mm. David's David's chef work is unparalleled to any yeah. other. Whenever I are, are we doing Thanksgiving together this year, dude, or is it closed Absolutely. off? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll bring off. over. He's closed for business. <laughs> well, I didn't know if it was just intimately with him and his lady. I don't want to be like the next door neighbor from a sitcom that just yeah, shows like, up. Hi. Kicks open the door and it's like, damn it! Did you tell him? No, but he found out from last year. You know, I am like the opposite. I'm the world's worst cook. Can't cook anything. Not even in the microwave. Like nothing. Really? I ruin it all. Yeah, I'm not the best cook, but I mean, I can I can use the microwave and stuff. Come over one day. I'll teach you how to cook, Haley. Okay. What are you gonna teach? This guy's a great cook. Whatever you want to know. He really is. He's got the he's got the Midas touch whenever it comes to cooking. Okay. All right. He really, really does. I turned Top Ramen into Chow Mein. We just got a question in. Um, somebody just asked, what's it like working at the comedy store? And I wouldn't know because I don't work here. We just do the podcast here. Um, I would say that's probably very, very different. I can say doing the podcast here is pretty late, awesome. Probably a lot of late hours. But a lot of late hours, definitely. You're here till probably about 3 o'clock, I'm assuming. Maybe even 4 some mornings because it doesn't close till 2. Yeah. You know, so. You're here for a while. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's probably a fun yeah. job, bro. I'd actually never been here before last week. Yeah, yeah it's a great percent. comedy club. It's the, you know, the top, probably the top world, comedy club in the world. World renowned. You know, it's, I mean, comedy stores unlike any other place. It's the most famous Hell places yeah. where everybody got their start. I'm not mystified by it because I've been in L.A. for so long, but tourists come here just to see it, you know. Wow. They're like, this is the table Richard Pryor snorted coke off of. Oh wow! Probably yeah. this one right here. Probably he probably did snort blow off this. Eating off yeah. right 
Yeah, probably. This table does look old as hell. But you can tell it's like one of those tables from a long time ago because it's like sturdy. But my chair's yeah. not. We yeah. all perform here, though, but we just don't work here. Mm-hmm. There's a difference working and performing. Nah, man. Uh, uh, yeah, we perform. Yeah, well, so I don't. But yeah, because you, you're not a Comedia del Arte. But Haley Ray yeah. did a Disney Cruise Line. That's I even better. I thought you better. knew that. Huh? I thought you knew that. I sort of did. Today. Oh, okay. Who we were talking about before you got here. Yeah. I would love to do uh like a run on uh for the for the cruise line for their comedy shows, but I found out they don't have Wi Fi. Yeah, no Wi Fi. I, I couldn't do There's it. like a Wi Fi that you can purchase. Sorry, I was doing air quotes. But it's so slow, it's like worse than the original dial up and you're paying for something that takes so long to load you don't actually ever get it. So there really is no Wi Fi. Yeah, yeah. That's horrible. Like, mm-hmm. it, with t- in today's like society, with like internet and everything like that, like you can't go without internet for too long. Oh That's yeah. Why like planes have Wi-Fi. Why I know. The ship have I felt Wi-Fi? cut off from the world. Like I don't even know what was going on in the media or my family or my friends. And then, if you get off in one of your your locations, say like NASA or whatever, and you go to the Starbucks to get a Wi-Fi. Well, it's like every cruise ship worker is in there trying to get Wi-Fi. So it's just not gonna work. Well, that's what happens in Hawaii. Why some people go crazy? Because in Hawaii, it's like this designated island, and then people get like whatever it's called, Stockholm syndrome, cabin fever, whatever, to where it's like they're like, I can't escape, and then they like all of a sudden because it's you're surrounded by water, you can't leave. That's why some people I think in Hawaii that's like cabin go like fever. crazy. Because I think Stockholm is when someone like kidnaps you and then you and you fall in love with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, okay, yeah, you're chill. Yeah, it's like, it's pretty cool, you know what I mean? I feel like chemistry. Does that happen that often? I don't know. I mean, how often does that really happen to where you're like, you have to be have dated like a bunch of really weak men to where it's just like, wow, an assertive guy. Right. Like, you know what I mean? It's like he really knows what he wants and he's very decisive. I like it. He's like spoon feeding me beans and is just taking charge. Tells me where to sit. He wants to be around me all day. I know. He's very, very Mm. present. (laughs) Gives her lots of attention. Right. Yeah, gives me attention all the he time. He never leaves the house without checking on me. <laughs> yeah. So, guys. Um, Think we're about to wrap this episode up. Yeah. I suppose so. Is there... Shout out the email, Matt. Okay, guys. So, um, for any questions that you have, this was a very, very ranting episode. We just kind of wanted to catch up, talk about some stuff. Any suggestions that you guys might have for the podcast please email us. It is stressedoutpodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's stressedoutpodcast at gmail.com. We are currently on iTunes. You can subscribe, leave us a rating. Please leave us a good rating because we are a new podcast. And when you do subscribe on iTunes, leaving a great rating, it propels us forward. And uh, eventually we can buy our houseboats, yachts, yeah. swimming pools, smoke our Cubans. David can get his $20,000 shoes. You know, and Haley I'm can. I'm going to Tiffany's. Haley <laughs> will go to Tiffany's. And yeah. Cartier's. <laughs> yeah, Cartier. absolutely. And I will buy my supplements. So when you guys subscribe and leave things, realize you're supporting the children. Okay, mm. that's really what this is about. Oh, and I want to rescue like 10 dogs. So See, that's a good and cause. you're supporting the animals too. Yeah. So really, we're kind of like Habitat for Humanity. <laughs> shoes, we, we're in need of some shoes. They are 20K, but still in need of some shoes. And, you know, we're supporting the animals, and I need my nutrition. So that just sounds like a Starving Children commercial. So So there. There we go. Checking out David Lucas. Matt Jones. And Haley Ray. There we go. Stressed Out Podcast. Bye, guys. Au revoir. (laughs) That one was ready. You have those sometimes, though. I mean, all podcasts do have that. The good thing is, though, we recorded last week two episodes, so if we don't need to use that one, yeah, yeah, we, we can. can we can do that. It's so, it's another one in the stock. So what topic do you guys want to focus on for the next one? Um, uh, and to answer these questions, who are you my podcasting with? These are my uh, podcasting. I'm actually the co-host along with Haley Ray. Hi, I'm Haley. And Ray. this awesome gentleman brought us aboard, David Lucas. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what, that's yeah, what, what we're. Still, what's your list? Um. So anything, <laughs> any suggestions from I Go Live? We need to chisel that's down. Happy. And have a specific topic that so we're that way when I go live on Facebook, I can post it like yeah. So how about um, it is called stressed out podcast. Keep I in mind. Use it. I'll be right back. So okay. something that we can. Oh my gosh, I'm hungry.
Well, I'm like really, really hungry. It's not so good for you, though. What's that? You said you can I ask can't, them, but it's you know not what? good for you. Even though I'm talking about going to Chick-fil-A after this, you know what I mean? I'm like, I'm not 